This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Target Trump. They're going after the three Trump kids, too. It's the art of the steal. And Ivanka's new life by the sea. Look at her wake surfing. Then, suspicious scallops. What are you really eating when you eat scallops? Could it be fish goo? It's a bunch of goo that's shaped like a scallop. Fish goo. Fish goo. Inside Edition investigates. Then, reign of terror. The shocking bombardment of a village in Ukraine. And cheers on a plane. Applause for the nurse who saved a baby who wasn't breathing on a plane. I tried everything in my arsenal that I knew all at once. Plus, first it was the model. I was having an affair. Now two more women come forward to accuse singer Adam Levine of sending raunchy texts. And what his former yoga teacher is telling Inside Edition. It wasn't just a text, hi, how you doing? And here comes the judge. There it goes! Number 60. The fan who caught the historic and very valuable ball and gave it back. Why did you give the ball back? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The art of the steal. That's how the Attorney General of the state of New York described Donald Trump's business dealings. As she announced today, she is suing the former president and his three oldest children, accusing them of engaging in numerous acts of fraud. This comes as political observers say Mr. Trump is now publicly embracing the conspiracy group QAnon. Here's Amber Cagliano. Donald Trump and his three adult children were accused today of massive acts of fraud. Claiming you have money that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It's the art of the steal. New York State's Attorney General Letitia James has filed a civil suit against the former president, his sons Eric and Don Jr. and daughter Ivanka, who was photographed the other day at her new home in Miami in a strapless red bikini top. She also posted video wakeboarding in Biscayne Bay. The Attorney General branded the Trumps liars for exaggerating the value of everything they own. They claim Mar-a-Lago is worth $739 million. 
but the AG says it's actually worth $75 million. Trump also allegedly inflated the size and value of his luxury apartment here at Trump Tower. He claims the triplex is 30,000 square feet, but the New York Attorney General says it's not even close. She says it's 11,000 square feet. So why'd he do it? Misrepresenting the size of the apartment was only one of the many ways that Mr. Trump intentionally misvalued his asset for the purposes of increasing his net worth and inducing banks to offer more favorable terms. Trump's former attorney general turned critic Bill Barr is actually on his side in this fight. He says the AG has overreached. It's a political uh, hit job. I and mean, this is a woman who campaigned for office saying that promising she was going to go after Trump. As his legal woes mount, the former president appears to be turning to the fringe movement QAnon. The conspiracy theorists were out in force at a rally in Ohio last weekend. Was he sending them a message of support by playing music that sounded like the Q theme song? The crowd responded by doing the Q salute, raising one finger in the air, symbolizing a one. Their motto is, where we go one, we go all. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious American nation. It would seem that Trump has now fully embraced the lunacy. Trump's spokesperson dismissed the reports as fake news, a pathetic attempt to create controversy and divide America. Trump also reposted this photoshopped image of himself wearing a Q pin with the Q slogan, the storm is coming. We're seeing Donald Trump and, and other people in his in his orbit really launch a concerted campaign to reach out to QAnon and in some ways to to expand it and to sort of revive it. Will Summer is author of a book about QAnon, Trust the Plan. I think it's really disturbing. Back to today's lawsuit, the New York AG is asking that the Trump family be banned from doing business in the state for five years. She also seeks at least $250 million in damages. Trump's attorney says the AG has a political agenda and that no wrongdoing has taken place. It's not the announcement you want to hear on a plane. A baby has stopped breathing. But thankfully, a nurse was on board and she saved the baby, much to the cheers of her fellow passengers. Les Trent spoke with the nurse and the baby's relieved mom about that life-saving flight. This cutie pie experienced a medical emergency on a plane that could have ended in tragedy. Everything was normal as the family settled into their seats aboard a spirit flight from Pittsburgh to Disney World in Orlando. Baby Angela posed with dad just before takeoff. Suddenly, mom noticed something very concerning. What happened on board that flight? I started to see her get pale and... I was just trying to look her in the eyes, talk to her, but then she continued to get more and more pale to the point that her lips started to turn blue. When the parents realized the baby wasn't breathing, there was an urgent call for a doctor or a nurse on board. It was 30 minutes into the flight, and the pilot was even prepared to make an emergency landing. That's when a retired nurse stepped in. Daddy had the baby in his arms, and I was shaking her chest back and forth in this direction. It's almost like an aggressive massage. Yes, and then I immediately went to the feet 
to massage the feet, sometimes in infants that stimulates them to take a breath. And this is the moment of joy shared with the entire plane. Baby Angela getting a round of applause from passengers who had been on pins and needles. She's one tough little cookie having endured all that drama. The baby never cried for us. <laughs> Tragedy averted. A giant thank you to a nurse who didn't stop till this sweetie pie was breathing again. Good job to that nurse. By the way, the baby was checked out by a cardiologist. She's going to be just fine. And speaking of happy endings, mystery solved. We now know that two people won that $1.3 billion Mega Millions jackpot from that drawing nearly eight weeks ago. Officials say the pair bought a single ticket at that suburban Chicago gas station, and they will split the nation's third largest lottery prize. They have chosen the lump sum, and they've chosen to stay anonymous. It was a big night as Yankee slugger Aaron Judge hit number 60 for the season. That ties Babe Ruth's record and puts him just one away from tying the record books. Meantime, the guy who caught it has put himself in the class hall of fame for giving the ball back. Here's Stephen Babian. The crowd goes wild as Aaron Judge slams his way into the history books. Deep to left field. There it goes. Number 60. The New York Yankees slugger hit his 60th home run of the season. Judge is now tied with the great Babe Ruth and just one homer shy of Roger Maris's American League record of 61. Slide over, Babe. You've got some. 20-year-old Michael Kessler is the lucky fan who caught the ball. But instead of keeping it, he actually gave it back. Why did you give the ball back? I just knew the significance of it. It's just a piece of baseball history, and I felt like it was right. You did get some things in return for the ball. Signed ball, signed bat, and some season tickets. What did Aaron Judge say to you when you gave him the ball back? He was really really uh, thankful. So how much is that ball worth? Maybe $100,000 at auction. I think anyone who catches it should take a breath before the Yankees come and offer you something quick and whisk you away and take the ball away. What happened with 60 is a really bad deal. I mean, the kid took a really bad deal. We asked Kessler, who plays baseball for the City College of New York, and his teammates what they think. Did Michael do the right thing by giving the ball back? Absolutely. He did. Aaron Judge will have the opportunity to break the record tonight here at Yankee Stadium. So if you're hoping to catch his next home run, you're probably wondering, where should you sit? Well, turns out there are specific sections that actually give you the best chance. The best place to be, sections 103 and 104 in right field or sections 135 or 136 in left field. There it goes, number 60. That's pretty sweet. Last year, Judge married his high school sweetheart. By the way, he's six foot seven. She's only five foot two. Yesterday, we told you a model has accused Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine of having an affair. Now, he denies it, but he does say he sent her flirty text messages and what he says was a moment of bad judgment. Well, Jim Murray says that two more women have come forward. More women are coming forward accusing singer Adam Levine of inappropriate behavior. First, it was a social media influencer, Sumner Stroh, who says she had a year-long affair with the Maroon 5 frontman. 
Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. Now two additional women are going public with claims of exchanging raunchy texts with the former coach on The Voice. A woman named Marika shared this screenshot of messages from July. Levine, that body of yours is absurd. I'd do anything for it. I'm now obsessed with you. Marika, dude, aren't you like married, LOL? Levine, it's a bit complicated. A social media personality named Allison Rose is also going public. She claims she and Levine exchanged messages that were not appropriate last year, including this one from Levine. I shouldn't be talking to you, you know. Today, Levine's former yoga teacher told me she's all too familiar with his flirty behavior. One afternoon, there is a text that came into my phone. It was, you know... I'd like to spend the day with you naked. Alana Zabel says she trained the rock star from 2007 to 2010. The text came to her before he was married and when he had a girlfriend. But to this day, she isn't sure if it was meant for her. When you heard about these women coming forward, yeah. what was your reaction? I was disappointed because I think deep, deep down, I really always hoped that he would be that shining example to men and how to treat women. Supermodel Emily Ratajkowski, who appeared in a Maroon 5 music video, is weighing in on the scandal, saying Levine has only himself to blame. I don't understand why we continue to blame women for men's mistakes, especially when you're talking about 20-something-year-old women dealing with men in positions of power who are twice their age. Levine and his pregnant wife appear to be putting on a united front in new photos snapped in Montecito, California by the Daily Mail. Levine says he was naive and stupid to risk his marriage by writing those texts. With inflation raging, everybody's watching their budget. And if you do go out to eat, you want to get what you're paying for, especially when it's something expensive like scallops. As Lisa Guerrero found out, you might not. And sometimes it's actually hard to tell what you're being served. Scallops, they're delicious. Oh my gosh, so good. So you'd think if you order scallops, you'd get just that. Scallops, right? Um, not always. Lisa Guerrero is on the case. My team and I are about to go on an ordering spree for scallops. We gathered samples of scallops from restaurants across the USA. Here at Fish House, a popular fish market in New York City, scallops are on prominent display. We ordered fried scallops. Then we sent them to Applied Food Technologies in Florida, where Molly Sims and her colleagues specialize in seafood DNA analysis. Guess what? The lab found there wasn't any scallop in the scallop. To see such a blatantly false scallop. So what is it? My best guess to what they were is probably some sort of surimi type product. Surimi? What the heck is that? That is the surimi fish paste. So it's a bunch of goo that's shaped like a scallop to fool you. This is fish goo. Fish goo. Dr. David Friedman, an expert on seafood and the author of Food Sanity, says of all the creatures in the sea, scallops are the most frequently substituted. It's very common. He says unlike natural scallops, Surimi is made from a less healthy paste, typically out of cheap fish like pollock or whiting. They shape it. They actually roll it in rolls like sushi and then they slice it in these little hockey pucks. And then they try to fool you into believing that it's the genuine stuff. We went back to Fish House. We ordered fried scallops here. We had it sent to a lab and discovered that what we were served wasn't scallops. Yeah, they're imitation scallops. Wouldn't you feel better if the menu said imitation scallops? So the customer actually knows what they're paying for. Oh, then I would have to... Do you have any idea how many things are imitation? 
that's why we're doing this investigation. <laughs> Over at Angelfish Market, also in the Big Apple, guess what? It was not a scallop. We tried to speak to a manager. Are you serving fake scallops here? She walked away. Later, she confirmed their fried scallops are imitation and that they would change the menu to reflect that. At this restaurant, the lab says these so-called scallops turned out to be made of something called spinefoot fish. They sure don't look anything like scallop. So how do you know if you're getting the real deal if you're ordering scallops? You can trust your eyes and your nose. So you want to visualize it. If you see that they're exactly the same size like hockey pucks, that's fake. It should be irregular. He says real scallops have irregular shapes like these. The other thing you want to do is the sniff test because scallops have a sweet seaweed type of aroma. If it smells fishy, something's fishing going on. Literally, it is fake. Oh my gosh, so good. The real deal. <laughs> well, it wasn't all fishy business. Our scallops that we sampled in Dallas, Toledo, and in St. Louis turned out to be the real deal. Next, reign of terror. The shocking bombardment of a village in Ukraine. Then, the ratings are in. Was the Queen's funeral the most watched TV event in history? Who's number one? The Queen or the other Queen? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's estimated more than 4 billion people watched the final farewell to the Queen, which makes it the most watched TV show ever. But it's not the only time the world's been glued to the tube. Here's Megan Alexander. The ratings are in. An estimated 4.1 billion people around the world watched as Queen Elizabeth was laid to rest, making it the most watched TV event ever. Most of us have known no other queen. The amount of interest surely was going to surpass the interest in past royal weddings, past royal funerals. So if the Queen's funeral was the most watched TV moment ever, which historical TV event was dethroned? 
Remember Muhammad Ali carrying the torch at the opening ceremony for the 1996 Atlanta Olympics? That's now the second most watched TV event with 3.6 billion viewers. At number three, we go back to 2008 when three billion people watched the Beijing Olympics opening ceremony. Coming in at number four is another somber royal event, Princess Diana's funeral. Two billion people tuned in to watch the moving procession as the people's princess was laid to rest, with Princes William and Harry walking behind their mother's casket. And rounding out the list at number five, it's the late great Freddie Mercury and his band Queen at 1985's Live Aid benefit concert. 1.9 billion people tuned in to what's considered to be the greatest rock concert of all time. From Queen the band to a beloved real queen, they are the moments the whole world stopped to watch. And when we come back, a rain of fire falls down in Ukraine. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. As Russia's invasion of Ukraine now enters its seventh month, what appears to be an incendiary weapon that was banned years ago by the United Nations has been used against a Ukrainian village. It's a reign of terror. Russian forces drop fire from the sky over a village just liberated by Ukrainian troops. This is how it looked from street level, a storm of white-hot orbs. The target is Ozern, a village in eastern Ukraine. The burning blobs are white phosphorus, a toxic chemical that ignites when exposed to air and is hot enough to melt steel. Video of that attack has come to light as Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin, has issued a chilling threat to unleash nuclear weapons in Ukraine, warning, quote, this is not a bluff. Today at the U.N., President Biden said America continues to stand with the courageous Ukrainian soldiers. We'll be right back. Finally today, a little leaguer who definitely plays by his own rules. This little leaguer has a pretty good hit. Wait, where's he going? Hey, there's no tackling in baseball. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow.
If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.